Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your host and GM, Zach, and I am here with a very special guest to the podcast who I am so excited to get to play with. I believe this is their first RPG, and I am super excited for it. This is Enrique Cintron of the Fruits of the Spirits podcast. Hello, Enrique. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? You know, hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm just, you know, running on a little bit of a low sleep, but you know, who isn't in this pandemic time, right? Yeah, right. It, um are you doing uh what is it, pandemic fine? <laughs> pandemic fine is like the new standard of okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Enrique, would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself? Um, my name is Enrique. I use they, them, theirs pronouns. Um, I am a writer, a preacher, podcaster. I host a, a podcast called Fruits of the Spirit, where I um, interview queer and trans people of color about their spiritual journeys. I'm also a kind of social media minister of sorts, we could say. I create content on social media that's um, for spirituality, for people who are maybe a little bit alienated from God or feeling like, you know, God is a kind of sticky topic for me. And then I'm also a spiritual director in training. And so I'm taking uh, clients and seeing people for spiritual direction. And yeah, that's what I do. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love your work, Enrique. And in the show notes, we'll have to have some links to some of your social media stuff. And you can share that at the end of our recording as well. Awesome. So uh, Enrique is a friend of mine that I've known for a few years and uh, helps me spiritually, like incredibly uh, in my journey. And uh, I was listening to Fruits of the Spirit a couple weeks ago. And I was like, you know, I was just reading about the shrine uh, in, in the book, it's the Shrine Priestess. I was just reading the Shrine Priestess in uh, Golden Sky Stories, and uh, I bet we could maybe do some reskinning of that and make it make it something. And I bet I could get Enrique on onto heart points. So uh, that's what we're doing today. We're gonna play some yeah. uh, duet Golden Sky Stories, and I, I'm just so excited. So thank you again so much for joining us, Enrique. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. So without further ado, I think let's get into the story. The quiet town of Kobashi rests in a serene green valley. Its lush fields extend beyond the town, cupped lovingly by the mountains. It is a quiet agricultural town where the fields provide much of the food, income, and resources for the people there. And so, one of the most important days of the year is Sowing Day. On Sowing Day, a prayer is made to the god of the fields for good soil, good weather, and a good harvest. Every year, Sowing Day is met with a bright, cloudless sky and warm, rich earth. But this year, the soil is damp, and the sky in the mountain is overcast. Has the god of the fields abandoned their post? Sora, you were called this morning. Your phone 
rang, and on the other end was a very panicked Ryanosuke. And you are familiar with Ryanosuke. He is the head of the Agricultural Society. And he was in a panic because he looked outside this morning and it was overcast. In his 46 years in Kabashi, he's never seen an overcast sewing day. So he called you up and he was, he was panicking. <laughs> um, and he's just like, so, so I don't under, I, um, you, sewing day today. And I know you were planning on it and I know you were prepping for it, but, uh, this is, this seems very strange. Uh, and I just, I need you to come out to the fields by the agricultural society house, like immediate, as soon as possible, immediately, as soon as you can, please, uh, please. Thank you. And you just hung out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so sorry, you are making your way out to the fields for the annual sewing day prayer. And you're, you're walking through town and in the fields ahead, you can see above them is like overcast where in town, it's still kind of like clear blue skies. It's a little chilly, but ahead of you, it's, it's overcast over these fields. Uh, so tell us as, as kind of like the credits are rolling on this episode and Sora is walking through the fields. Uh, tell us a little bit about what we see. Who is Sora? Sora is, uh, young kind of shy shrine attendant their mother was the shrine priestess before them and so they have a sense of like this is my family's work in this village and that also kind of comes with some expectations of like oh i guess i really have to do a very good job at this because i have some very big shoes to fill they're a little bit introverted actually a lot a lot introverted um and kind of find the whole like relationship building aspect of being a shrine attendant to be like a little bit much at times but like it's part of the job and they are kind of wishing sometimes that they could have like another post somewhere else just because the the town is all they've ever known um and so there's a sense of like wanting to see what else is out there but also feeling like know if i can leave because these people really need me what sets them apart in dress or appearance that kind of uh, identifies them as a shrine attendant um how does how does everyone in town like recognize sora as the shrine attendant they have to always wear green um and there's a sense of like feeling as though i wish i could also wear like another color sometimes because like I mean, green is not the best color on me. <laughs> um, and everyone in the in the town, kind of like out of a, a sense of respect, doesn't wear green because that's not their post. Ah, I like that. Um, cool. So, so you're walking through the streets and in your in your green, bright green, forest green. What 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 are we talking about? Forest, forest green. green. Um, and uh, trotting along beside you is a mm -hmm. young henge a fox who you have known since you inherited your position at the shrine and her name is Monaco and she's this bright red fox who just kind of follows you everywhere and I think she also kind of sets you apart people see you walking around town with this fox and they're like what they're like oh there's that that is unusual I think she Monaco is generally pretty quiet but she's been grumbling as you are walking 
through town. She's like, I had to get up so early for this. <laughs> Just like, and I don't know what Hanazawa is doing, but I just need to get this over with. Um, and Hanazawa is the god of the fields, who is apparently doing something wrong. They are not fulfilling their end of the bargain today for whatever reason. And you get to the agricultural society, and Ryunosuke is there, and he's gathered with other members of the agricultural society. And they all look very, very concerned. When Ryunosuke sees you, I think he like kind of he like gestures to the person he's talking to and kind of jogs over to you. Sora, I don't I don't understand what's going on. Uh this is this is really unusual. Um I I I've I've never seen this happen before. What what I I don't I don't know. What do, what are we gonna do? This could be the whole year. What what's happening? Well, I mean, you know, I think that Sora in that moment is kind of like trying to Pro, like project a sense of like spiritual authority even though like internally they're like oh crap you know so Sora is trying to pro, like kind of project a sense of like spiritual authority and kind of be like I yeah this is really concerning I don't know why this would be happening but I'm going to get to the bottom of this and make sure that it is resolved and that you know if we've committed some kind of offense or forgotten something, um, you know, we're going to have it taken care of. But internally, they're like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, you know, having like both a sense of etern- like internal panic and just a little bit of frustration at Hanazawa because this is just too much. You know, their, their mother as the previous shrine priestess had such a good relationship. And so this kind of feels like hazing a little bit. <laughs> so uh, Ryanusuke leads you up to the field and the there's like a, a big arch that's been done with uh, ribbons and uh, like colorful paper where the ceremony is supposed to take place. Yeah. And sure enough, over the sky, it is, it's just gray, it's cloudy, it just looks gloomy. Um, and if you reach down and feel the soil, it's like wet. It's like not, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like ready for sowing. And you can hear kind of like uh, the, the farmers around you are kind of like grumbling and mumbling. Minako kind of like leans her snout in and, and sniffs at the soil. Uh, and out in the field, there's like a flock of crows that are kind of like, they're like staring at this congregation um, just kind of like squawking and, and fiddling about. But uh, you don't sense Hanazawa here at the moment. You don't feel their presence. So I think Sora is looking around and, you know, maybe even like touching the soil and kind of getting this like dampness and feeling like, you know, kind of... Ooh, again projecting like kind of outward seriousness but internal panic and they decide that they need to go to the shrine and just spend some time you know in meditation and trying to like get to the bottom of like what is going on here um and perhaps also like asking any of the town's people or like the the officials in the town, if like anything unusual has happened recently that could have caused 
some kind of upset in the balance of uh, of things. Okay. Um, I also want to give you a dream for your interaction with mm-hmm. Renuske earlier before we move further. I for I forgot. It it can be hard to remember that like going for the cute, going for the heartwarming, okay. gotta give dreams. So yeah, you, you kinda you feel these uh you you, you investigate mm-hmm. the soil and uh you wanna return to the to your shrine. Yes. Uh how far away is your is the is the shrine from like the agricultural society building and like the, the farmland area? Is it adjacent to it? Is it somewhere else in town? It's close by because you know of the relationship with the fields. And so it's a fairly short walk, but it's also a walk that's just like filled with like anticipation and like, you know, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna give you another dream for that. And as you're walking, uh, Monaco starts kind of complaining again. She's like, I don't understand. <sighs> What Hanazawa is so scatterbrained, and they are just—I don't understand. This is a hassle. This is—I don't—I didn't need to deal with this today. <laughs> like, like it's inconveniencing her. And and Sora's just kind of like, well, I need you to think about how I feel because, like, you are a fox, and you don't have this sense of um, that your job is on the line. So I really need you to just like take it down a notch a little bit. <laughs> she kind of looks up at you with like her big green eyes and she goes uh what inconveniences you sora inconveniences me i am just feeling your frustration and her tail kind of like wishes like very wistfully i'm gonna give you another dream so so you get to your you get to your shrine and what what so what's the shrine look like it's you walk in and usually it's warm there is uh you know kind of an altar with some fruit and incense in front of it and pillows on the floor for meditation um but you notice as you're walking in there's like a noticeable chill all of a sudden and you're like i don't know why i'm referring to myself to the second person noticing as i walk in that um it's a little bit chilly in there and i'm like a little bit caught off guard by that, especially because like the town's officials are following me into the shrine just to kind of like get a sense of like what's going on. Um, and as soon as I notice the chill, I'm like, I think I need you all to leave me for a little bit because there's some things going on here and I just need to be really spiritual right now. And that requires some, some space. <laughs> and, and you see Ryanosuke turns and like some of the other like older people are like trying to get in, uh, and Rinosuke turns and goes, "Everyone out! Everyone get out! We have to let the shrine attendant do their thing." Shoo, 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 shoo! And he starts kind of like he taps somebody on the head and like pushes everybody out so that you can you can have some peace and quiet. And Minako uh, kind of walks over to a corner and she sits down and kind of like gets, settles down uh, in front of this uh, this this shrine. I want to give you a dream for that. Oh, thank you. Um, so I'm I'm facing this altar and I'm sitting down, and I am both thinking about um, what is going on with the townsfolk and also like what would my mother would have done um, because you know I grew up watching her perform all these duties with like this like powerful you know presence and sense of like 
spiritual like authority and now i feel like okay i don't know what to do i'm not that person so like what am i supposed to be doing you know um and i'm just trying to like meditate and get to the bottom of it but i just can't shake this sense of like there's something wrong and i really don't know what to do about it take a dream or i'm gonna give you a dream and I think you are sitting in front of the shrine and and kind of reflecting on these things. And I want to share with you that you, oh wait, you don't, you don't have enough wonder for your gossip ability. So um, could you give me a Henge, a Henge five check? How do I do that? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, your henge attribute is okay. three, and you have six feelings. So, in order to, you would spend two feelings to increase your henge to five to succeed the check, or you can choose to fail. I'll, I'll spend the two. Okay. So you spend your uh, this henge, or, or you you as you are sitting there uh, reflecting on this, you're trying to like connect with the the spiritual uh, to connect with Hanazawa and like figure out, you know, what's going on. And as you're doing this, there is a tap, tap, tap on the window. And uh, at the window is one of these, one of the crows, uh, a big crow that uh, was at the field. Um, it's just this big crow. It's got a streak of white down its throat and it, it, it's just tapping on the window with its beak. Hmm. I'm, kind of jolted out of everything and I'm feeling like okay what is this um especially because like crows have this like they're you know omens and I'm like all right I don't like that and so I'm kind of like walking like tentatively over there just to kind of get a sense for this crow that is clearly like not afraid of people or you know anything and just kind of like trying to assert itself <laughs> and as you walk over to the window it, it just kind of it like looks up at you taps on the window a couple more times and like kind of like gestures it has it's had like open the window <laughs> i open the window i am really not sure what i'm supposed to expect um so you recognize that like based on the size and behavior of this crow it's probably a henge it is probably like an animal spirit, a local animal spirit. And sure enough, this crow, uh, it cocks its head to the side and goes, if you're looking for the god, I know where they went. I <laughs> I am like caught off guard a little bit. I'm like, okay, so uh, where? Tell me where, please, god, please. <laughs> well, uh, you know, that's that's uh, that seems like valuable information to y'all right now. And Monaco kind of like stands up and she kind of like her fur kind of bristles and he goes, that seems like valuable information for you right now. So, uh, you know, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do for me? What's your offer? One bucket of corn a week when the harvest comes in and no scarecrows, no scarecrows this year. <laughs> Look, I'm giving you a dream for that. Um, I, so I look over at Monaco and I'm like, is he for real? Like, what is that? <laughs> but I kind of like reluctantly agree to this term. Um, 
because there's probably some corn like stored up somewhere that I can, you know, arrange. Um, and I need to get to the bottom of this. So I'm like, fine, great, whatever. Where are they? So this crow like bristles their feathers like in celebration. And they go, uh, I saw the field god walking into the general store this morning. I am low-key in shock um, because I don't understand how they don't see how important this day is. And why are you going into a general store on the most important day of the year? So I'm kind of just like out of my mind. Uh, yep, they were uh, they were in their little human form, the little tiny little human form, and they walked into the general store, and uh, that's uh, that's where they were this morning. Okay. So I turned to Monaco, and I'm like, let's go to the general store. Let's see if the store, you know, the shopkeep knows anything about you know seeing a tiny person, tiny a god masquerading as a tiny person. Um, and I just like grab my things and we're headed out the door. And yeah, and the crow kind of flies off. Mm. So that's the end of scene one. Okay. Uh, in between scenes, you can spend your dreams to increase your relationships with people mm -hmm. if you want, or you can hold on to your dreams. Uh, and at the start of the new uh, scene, you also get wonder and feelings equal to your relationships. So is there anyone whose relationship that you want to increase from that scene? Not yet. Cool. Absolutely fine. So you're going to get uh, six more wonder, which brings you up to 12 wonder, okay. and six more feelings, which brings you up to 10 feelings. And how many dreams do I have? Uh, you have five dreams. Okay. You walk into the general store. Does Monaco come into the general store with you? I feel like no one would tell you, like, I feel like that would be Sora's decision if Monaco is, has free reign of the town or not, because no one's going to like challenge you, tell you no, uh, but they might think you're weird. Er, if you, if Monaco like follows you everywhere. Um, so is this like the kind of thing that Monaco comes into the store with you? She, she does. And she has a sense of just like, Listen, I'm riding around with, you know, a VIP, and I'm going to go into this damn store if I want. Great. So uh, the general store is run by an older gentleman named Mr. Kunimura. And as you walk in, he is, like, fiddling with some, uh, with, like, some snacks on the shelves. And he accidentally, like, drops them over, and he bends over and knocks over. Uh, like a display of chips and he's just like oh no 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 oh god dang it and he started he leans over he starts picking stuff up and he like is visibly frazzled and uh it looks like he's like tending to the shop because no one's in there at the moment um but he is just like he does not look good he does he like looks like his mind is elsewhere and he looks up and he goes oh shrine attendant sora uh, nice to see you sorry hold on i'll be i'll, I'll be right with you just Sorry about this. Just wait, uh, just one moment. And he's kind of like trying to pick up this mess he just made. So I, I'm just like taking it all in the store because, you know, I'm feeling a little bit unsure as to why he's so frazzled and everything. And I'm trying to like piece everything together. 
So I say, listen, no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I just, I wanted to just check in on you because I had a sense that maybe you were a little, uh, you know, feeling a little off. I just had a feeling and I just wanted to check on you. He stands up and uh, I think there's like a bench in, in the general store and he sits down on it and goes, thank you, shrine attendant Sora. I, I am having a bad day. I'm just, I'm so worried. My son left town to go to school in the city and I'm just, he's a good kid, but he just doesn't think sometimes he's just very scatterbrained. You know, when he was prepping for his exams, he forgot to eat for like three days. And I'm just, I, uh, I'm just so worried he's not going to be okay in the city. And it's all I've been able to think about. I haven't gotten any sleep. I don't know what to do. Well, you know, I would turn to him in that moment and just be like, well, I, I get that. That's totally understandable. You know, that's your pride and joy. I'm wondering too, if like there's anything else going on, like if maybe you've seen anyone unusual in your store today, like I am trying to be present to what the shopkeep is feeling. And at the same time, also trying to get to the bottom of the information I heard about earlier. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let me see. I think, so that sounds like an adult test to me. Yeah. And so I'm going to ask for a adult five test okay. and your adult is two. So you'd have to spend three adult or three feelings. Sorry. I'll spend them. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Kunimura is like, Oh uh, yeah. Um, I think I, there were some kids here. I think I just, um, <sighs> I've just been having such a hard time focusing lately. And I just, you know, you're right. Uh, you know, it, it, I know it's normal to be worried. I'm just so, just so frazzled. I think with that adult test, you sense that, that Mr. Kunimura needs some reassurance. You have several abilities, fortune telling or Onomori, uh, which is a good luck charm. So you could, uh, I think they, I think Mr. Kunimori needs something from you in your capacity, either uh, the good luck charm that you can provide fortune telling or it's all right, which allows you to reassure people. I'm going to use it's all right. Okay. So that costs six wonder. And what do you, what, what do you do to kind of like connect with Mr. Kunimura and, and make him feel a little bit better? I walk over, I give him, you know, sit down on the bench and just give him a pat on the shoulder. And I remind him that, you know, his son is going to be all right. And even if he's a little kind of out there sometimes, you know, you can always give him a call and make sure that he's eating and remind him that, you know, his studies are important, but his health comes first and he needs to make sure that he's, you know, taking care of himself and that he's going to be all right because there's a lot of people checking in on him. Great. I'm definitely giving you a dream for that. <laughs> and I also want to ask, is Sora feeling a little sour to be hearing about this kid who got out of town like how how does Sora feel about that since they are feeling a little trapped in this town Sora you know in this moment I think is just like I I really want to be present and trying to like help 
him through this difficult moment. And at the same time, I'm like, wow, what it, what would it be like to actually escape from this little, you know, <laughs> this little hamlet? But they kind of just like bite that feeling down because like they're like, no, nope, I have to be at work right now, you know, attending to people. So I'm just going to set that feeling aside and <laughs> pretend it doesn't exist for a little bit. Great. And uh, as you kind of tend to Mr. Kunimura, he, he takes a few deep breaths and he goes, you're right, Sora. Thank you so much. I, I have to say you are doing a really wonderful job and everyone really appreciates the work that you're doing in town. So, th and thank you. Uh, and he looks at Minako and he goes, um, here, let, let, let me get some, uh, Minako loves fried tofu. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mr. Kunimura gets up and he, he gets some from uh, like the, the, I don't know, from the store. And he, he, he puts some down for Minako and he goes, I'm sorry, Sora, you were asking me if I'd seen something. What, what was it that you're looking for? Well, um, I just, I had a, a vision, we'll say, um, about um, like a small child and there was just something prompting me to check out your store. Like I felt like this child maybe wandered wandered into your store, and I don't know. I just needed to to check on that. You know, something odd did happen this morning. A a, a small child that I have not seen before came in. Uh, they had tawny, short, fuzzy red hair like a deer's, and uh, they bought a cucumber sandwich and some aloe juice. And they were just kind of uh, hanging. They were sitting on the bench and eating when some other children from town came in with a soccer ball and the child left with them. Can I give you a dream for the tofu? Yeah. I think this I keep forgetting his name. I'm sorry. That's okay. I thank him for this information. And, you know, I'm just like, all right just looking over to Monaco being like, I guess we're just going to keep, you know, chasing this God around town. Like, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. I was hoping to spend this day some, you know, some other way. Um, so I thank him for the information. I, you know, promised to pray for his son um, and his family. And I decided to just go out and check out the soccer field. Cool. And I'm giving you a dream for that. And uh, you and Monaco leave. There's like the jingling of the door as, as you walk out. And uh, we'll end that scene there. Okay. Uh, do you want to change any connections with anyone? Yes. With cool. the, the shopkeep. Okay, cool. So we'll add the shopkeep as a connection. That's going to be five dreams to forge a connection with the shopkeep. How many I got? You got seven. Okay, cool. So we're gonna say Mr. Kunimura. How do you feel towards Mr. Kunimura? Like what's what's the contents of your relationship? Like after this interaction, I'm feeling a little bit more warm towards him. I think initially, like I was kind of like, not, you know, particularly drawn to him, but I feel for him in like having a kid, you know, far away. And also like, you know, worrying about him. Cool. So at the start of this scene, you are going to get six, no, seven, 
So that goes up to 13 wonder and 14 feelings. So you walk with Monaco uh, through town. Uh, I think like kind of cross town towards where, you know, like the soccer fields are this, this, the school and the, has like all these soccer fields that the kids like to play at. And yeah. Is there anything that you want to talk about with Monaco or think like, is there, what sort of thinking as they're walking through town over to the soccer fields? Sora is just like already like over this like whole goose chase thing um, because they're like, listen, I just wanted to like perform the ceremony. I wanted to just spend the rest of the day like chilling and, you know, relaxing in my room. And now I have to like chase this dot all over town and they're a little annoyed about it. But they're also like, I know that, uh, you know, my mom had to put up with some of this, I'm sure. So they're like, I'm doing it for mom. It's fine. I'm doing it for this town. Definitely giving you a dream for that. I love that. Um, And Monaco is still, I think Monaco is like carrying a piece of fried tofu in her mouth still. And she's like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I I, I know, (laughs) Tara. And y'all make your way down and um, you get to the fields. And sure enough, there's there's a bunch of kids running around, kicking a soccer ball around. Um, and they're they're young. They seem like thirteen years old as around. Uh, and there's there's just a bunch bunch of kids on the soccer field playing soccer. I I'm looking at the soccer field and um, I'm feeling some kind of way about it because like I I hate sports. I don't like this. I'm like already annoyed by how I'm spending my morning, and now I'm like walking out to a soccer field. But I'm like it'll be fine. So I go and approach the kids yeah oh and they you know they see you and i think the kids love you for a lot of reasons you have this you're kind of magical in a sense like they know you have this connection to the gods and to the henge you have this authority and also you have a really pretty fox that follows you around everywhere so as you as soon as you start walking onto the field all the kids like turn and point at you and start running over all the kids start running over i think except for one who's kind of like a little who kind of stays on the field and uh they are they're looking at you but not running over to you as the other kids do and they all kind of run up to you and they go uh they're like sora sora look at me look sora sora look at what i can do sora can i pet monaco 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 come here and so they're all just like shouting and yelling as they run up to you except for this one kid who's like a little bit further in the distance. Mm. He's kind of just kind of like looking at the ground, kicking some dirt with their feet. I wanted to give you a dream. For oh, thank you. Um, so I'm like a little bit overwhelmed by all of this attention because I'm, you know, like a, a little bit of a hermit sometimes. But I'm like, listen, I'm so glad that y'all are here and enjoying this day. Um, I'm really curious as to who your little friend over there is. Um, I've never seen this child before. So what's what's up with your little friend over there? Oh, that's Hana. They they came to play soccer with us. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I, uh, and this child, uh, you can see, they have that like tawny, short, buzzed hair. Uh, and they look up like kind of wide-eyed and they're like, 
they take a few steps back <laughs> off in the field, <laughs> uh, a little bit away from you. I'm, um, I'm giving you a dream for uh, that. Um, so Sora is um, just like noticing this behavior and they're, they say to these kids like, so, you know, like what's Hana like? Are they, you know, they just showed up. Like what, what's the story around that? And also just kind of like looking at Hana in the distance and making eye contact and just kind of like getting this sense of like, I know who you are and I'm a little annoyed <laughs> right now. They're like, Hana's really nice. They're, they're really good at soccer. They're really fast. They have really long legs and they run super fast. And, and yeah, and Hana's just like, kind of like <laughs> panicking a little bit. So Sora is um, just like, all right, kids, I want to talk to your friend Hana. Um, so why don't you all just continue with your soccer game? And I'm just going to have a little chat to see. Uh, if Han is all right, if they need anything, and uh, I'll be right back. And I just start walking over there, um, trying not to, like, give a sense of, um, you know, frustration or anything, because I am, you know, the good uh, shrine attendant, but I'm, internally, I am pissed. <laughs> okay, great. I'm going to give you a dream for that. And uh, I think as you are approaching, Hana has sat down on the side of the field uh, with a half of a cucumber sandwich and they're just kind of eating it as, as you approach. And uh, yeah, you, you approach and they don't like try to run. They're just kind of sitting there eating a cucumber sandwich. Not like they're not looking up at you. They're just kind of like, mm. so I get in front of them and I'm like, listen, Hama, I'm not mad, even though internally I am very mad. Um, and I'm like, I'm not mad. I just want to know because this is a really important day. There's a lot riding on this day for everyone in this town. Why are you not in the field right now? Like, this is not, like, this is a really big day. So what's going on? What are you doing here? Uh, Hanazawa looks up at you and they look a little confused and they go, it's still with like the sandwich in there, like, like a full mouth. They go, what day is it? I'll give you a dream for that. Um, Sora is like, listen, I don't know how you don't know because like, this is literally your job, but today is sewing day. And, you know, a lot of people are really upset and confused and worried that their crops are not going to, you know, show up um, this spring. And, like, I don't, how did you forget? How did you not know? <laughs> Their eyes go wide and they go, today's sewing day? Oh my gosh, oh no, oh Sora, oh no, Sora. <laughs> she, they, they like drop their sandwich and they stand up and they go, oh, Sora, I forgot. I didn't know, I forgot. Oh no, Sora, what am I gonna do? Oh, Sora, are you, oh no, is everyone mad at me? Sora's like, listen, um, you know, even if they are mad at you, you're a god, <laughs> so. They can't really express that because they're also afraid of you. So we're good. It's fine. Listen, I just really need you to um, close out your soccer yeah. game and um, just, you know, let's let's go over to the field together and take care of business. 
okay oh no i'm so sorry sorry here hold on and she picks up her sandwich she goes she goes or they go okay let's go let's go she starts eating she's like eating her sandwich their sandwich she they uh as they're kind of making their way like they're kind of like rushing off the soccer field with their uh child legs kind of like rushing off and they they turn back and they go come on Sora Sora no I'm sorry and they're like half apologizing half eating their sandwich (laughs) I'll give you a treat for that Sora is just like listen it's whatever it's fine let's just go so they are like like you know, chasing after after Hana um, towards his field, and Minako is probably like also like trying to run after them. And they're like, "I'm just glad that you know I've gotten to the bottom of this, and it's all gonna be fine." And I also just can't believe this is how I spent sewing day, and why isn't this you know such an easy job like? This should have been fine. Uh, take a dream. I, I don't know if I've articulated that I've given you a whole bunch of dreams over this scene, but I've given you a bunch of dreams. <laughs> um, Sora, Monaco, and Hana make their way off the field, and uh, you're making your way uh, back up towards the, the farming fields uh, and the agricultural society. And um, I think as you're making your way... Hana is like, Hana goes, I'm sorry, Sora. I didn't, she's like started to calm down. And they're like, uh, I'm sorry, Sora. I, I didn't, I forgot what day it was. And I just wanted to eat. I wanted a sandwich. And then I met the kids and I just forgot about everything. I didn't mean to make you mad at me, Sora. I'm like, listen, it's okay. We all forget things sometimes. Again, I'm a little bit, shocked that you as a divine being can forget what day it is especially on literally like your like biggest day of the year but it's okay we all forget stuff it's gonna be fine let's just make our way you know and do the ceremony and it'll all be fine it's okay i hope you enjoyed your sandwich (laughs) uh definitely take a dream and yeah i think yeah i'm not gonna ask for a test or anything i think i think you like you calm them down because uh, so their, their relationship with you, I don't know if we said this in the recording or not, but their relationship with you is family. They like look up to you as family and they, they've been like staring up at you with like these big, like apologetic eyes. Um, and as you kind of like explain to them, they're like, okay, all right. I'm all right. Thank you, Sora. And uh, y- y'all are approaching the agricultural society and uh, Ryanusuke and the older uh, and, the, and the rest of the farming society is there still like by the that big uh, arch and minako i think looks up at you and she goes um how are we going to get hanazawa back to the field and sora looks down and then looks over at hana and it's like having a moment of just like oh i didn't anticipate this coming i'm just gonna go and talk to the folks up front and just you know let them know that I'm going to be performing a very private restitution ceremony. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, <laughs> um, and I just need them to clear out for a sec because I just need to do some extra prayers over the land. When in reality, I'm literally just going to sneak this god in while they're not looking. <laughs> Great. I love that. 
So you go up to them and give them this explanation. And I'm going to, well, so I'm going to say that is, uh, that's going to be an adult six test, which you have plenty of feelings to do, but I kind of want to give you the option to fail this if for some reason you want to fail it. Okay. I'm going to fail it. Cool. So you go up to Ryanusuke and the others and you give them this explanation and Ryanusuke is like, okay, all right, everyone clear out. But there's like an older, like a very old ornery gentleman who's just like, no, hold on. This new shrine attendant doesn't want us to see any of the, any of the duties that they do. I want to see the, the prayers. Your mother, whose name... Do you mind if I give your mother a name? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I looked at Story Games' name handbook, and then I changed my mind. Sora's mother, Kyrie, always let us see every pr- uh, prayer that she performed. I want to see Sora do their job. So I'm, I'm looking down and just, like, just really just annoyed because I'm like, I just want to get this over with. Um, so I turned to the, the, the ownery old man, I'm like, you know, elder, it's fine. Actually, if you would like to witness this, it's okay. I just, um, I have to take care of this small child. Um, and just, you know, I have to like, uh, uh, this is my cousin. I'm going to make up a whole story about how this is my long lost cousin. I'm just going to take them over here to the shrine. I just, they need to use the restroom. (laughs) And then I'll be right back. Okay. So, so yeah, you go down uh, and meet back up with uh, Minako and Hana. So you take them down to the shrine. What's your plan? I'm like, okay, listen, we need to come up with something. um, Because I just told this old man that I'm going to perform a ceremony that I (laughs) just made up on the spot. I am also wondering, like, what Hana needs to, like, perform like their end of the bargain um so i'm like what do you need to make this work so that i can like you know make sure you get that while i'm performing this like bs ceremony (laughs) yeah so hana goes um i need to get back to the field as uh in my true form and then i can just kind of become the field again and then everything will be fine and you, as the shrine attendant, know that uh, Hanazawa's true form is this uh, big deer. Kind of think Princess Mononoke, like the the forest spirit. The, their yeah. Hanazawa's true form is this is this large white or no large red deer or green deer yeah. to match your your clothes. Let's do that. It's like a large green deer. Okay. Do the towns people know that or? Uh. I'm going to leave that up to you. Do the Have the townspeople ever seen Hanazawa's true form? I'm going to say, like, they they haven't. And so Sora is just like, this is going to be a little bit of a hassle because I don't know how these townspeople are going to react to seeing a large green deer just show up. Um, so maybe if... Um, Maybe if Monaco can create a distraction, you can sneak onto the field while I'm doing this ceremony that I'm just going to keep making up on the spot. Maybe there can be like, maybe I need some drumming and stuff. So like that'll be happening too. 
Okay, I, I like that a lot. We're, we'll end that scene there. Okay. Are there any relations that you want to change? Do, do we give the old man a name? Uh, oh, the ornery old man. No, we could give... Do you want to have a relationship with the ornery old man? I, I want to... Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, that's I fine. Know. That's great. Uh, I'm going to name <laughs> him... Uh, uh, let's see. Um, Hideyuki. Okay. And what do you want the contents of your relationship with Hideyuki to be? I think, like, uh, maybe... Maybe this could be, like, under respect. I don't know. Um, but, like, kind of a sense of, like, I'm trying to, like, be good to you because, like, um, you know, you knew my mother and, like, I want to, like, preserve that, like, family, like, legacy um, in his mind. So, um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, put on a good impression even if, like, he's making my life a little bit. <laughs> okay yeah i like that uh and i think their relationship with you is going to be i'm putting it in as rivalry in the sense that they it's a little bit of respect for you but it's also like respect for the title and they they don't want you to fail at growing into your mother's position but they also feel like they need to be he wants me to like grow into my role as a shrine attendant yeah. and then yeah, that's pretty much it. it like it, Mr. Hidden UK sees <clears throat> like they respect you, but they also want you to earn that respect still. And uh you can increase any of your relationships as well. Because you still have five dreams left. I'll I'll leave them as they are. So at this you're going to get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Thirteen plus eight is twenty-one. <laughs> uh and uh, fourteen plus eight must be twenty-two then. I'm so I'm also bad at math. Sora, you have fled the scene of of the uh, of the sewing day festival to your shrine with Hanazawa and Minako. And I think we open up the scene with Sora is maybe pacing or is is exhibiting some sort of frustration with uh, with how exactly are they going to get Hanazawa? back into the field without this big crowd of people losing their minds at the sight of this god. So uh, what, what's, what's Sora thinking? I'm, sit, I'm pacing, and then I just stop, and I turn to Hanazawa, and I'm like, so what exactly, uh, what, what kind of powers do you have that would be useful in this situation? Can you... Um, I don't know, do something like make some random fireworks happen? Like, can you create any kind of distraction at this point? Because, you know, I can only do so much for you. So you need to do some things for me at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is an excellent question. <laughs> so Hanazawa, let's, let me open this up to see the powers of field gods. Uh, a field god special power is that they can create a sunny day no matter what the weather is like mm. um which i don't know if that's necessarily going to be yeah so i think hanazawa they uh they kind of like have their hand on their cheek and they're they're thinking and they're like um well i could make the sun come out uh-huh uh-huh that's great 
how how hot can you make the sun? Because I'm also wondering if maybe we just make it like unbearably hot that people just have to like, I don't know, go to a river and cool off or something. I don't know if I can make it like too hot. Usually when I make the sun come out, I make it so that it's nice and everybody is having a good time. And Minako, I think Minako kind of like her eyes narrow and uh, she kind of like, not snarls, but uh, is like, mm. and you would probably know because you've spent a lot of time with Minako that Minako can actually make it rain lightly. Mm. And a couple things that I think that Sora would know mm. are that um, Minako can make it rain, which might be useful. Sora can create a, so you have a power called Miracle, which costs mm. 60 wonder. You currently have 29 wonder, but in the presence of your God, you can, you could cast a miracle for all of your wonder. You, you can make basically any wish and make it come true using this, this miracle power. Minako can also make it rain. And I think she, I think she says something to that effect. Even she's like, "It would be better for me to do my fairy rain than for you to make it a quaint and sunny day. You can do that after you get to the field." And Hanazawa was like, mm, "I guess so," but they're kind of thinking it over. I think those are their big ideas. I'm not sure if you have any other mm. thoughts. I'm at my uh, kind of like not at my wits' end but I'm just about ready to just be like, to, I don't know, throw caution to the wind. So I think I turn to Monaco and I say, you know what? Let's make it rain. Let's see what happens. Um, once it rains, maybe we can create some kind of diversion and then sneak Hana back onto the field and Hana can do their job. Yeah, Monaco nods and she goes, Okay, that sounds like a good plan. And I think from from the shrine, like the main shrine, there's probably like a wooded area that you could sneak around through the wooded area and get back to like the edge of the fields if mm -hmm. you wanted to go that way or if uh, you want to go to the main festival area. I'm not sure what uh, how you want to get back there, but there is like a back way that you could take. Let's take the back way. Yeah. Great. So you and Hana and Minako start going, like checking through the woods back to this field. And uh, I think as you're walking, you feel like a tug on your sleeves. Um, and it's Hana. And she looks up at you and she goes, I'm, I'm really sorry, Sora. I know that you're frustrated with me, but I, I hope that I can make it up to you. <laughs> I, I give you a dream for that um, oh thank you so I look down and I'm like listen it's fine I think even gods need a little bit of a decompression time sometimes so I can't blame you for wanting to you know escape your, your divine duties and get a sandwich because <laughs> I get it um, it'll be fine once we make the sun shine and, you know, take care of the fields. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, and she, she nods and she, she feels better. So, and I'll give you a dream for that as well. And um, I even think like 
you have uh you have it's all right so you're like mm. particularly skilled at at making people feel better and i think this doesn't just apply to people but it applies to hanazawa as well um and you see her kind of like brighten up and i think as she brightens up so hanazawa is like a small child with this uh with like this tawny short brown hair um and i think you see uh i think they're starting to transform back into their like godly self and mm. uh these antlers start to sprout from their forehead the tips of their fingers start to harden into hooves and they're just kind of uh they actually start to like grow in size a little bit as well as you mm. are as you're making your way through this forest <laughs> and you come to the edge and it's you minako and hana are kind of at the edge and you can see that there's the field in front of you and across the field is like the big festival area where all the people are still kind of waiting for something to happen all the agricultural society uh, are waiting for something and uh minako looks to you and goes um should i now now is good is now good <laughs> yeah now would be great <laughs> I, she- I would just really appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> And she, uh, she like uh, ruffles her fur and, and swishes her tail. And as she swishes her tail, this, this overcast sky gets even darker and suddenly it turns into this, this rain. It, it breaks into this very a gentle and kind country rain mm. that just kind of falls down uh, and it covers up the field and it covers the people. Uh, who are waiting and they kind of uh, you can hear shouting from back out there and I think it actually does drive them like you can see like slowly they start backing away and like going over towards the agricultural society hall and most of the people go in and some are kind of like standing out on an awning as they're kind of like trying not to get wet Mm. but this this gentle rain is falling and it has this quality to it of like this gentle springtime of this serene country feel it is calming and quiet and refreshing in a way that um if sora doesn't feel it sora knows that this is what their mother felt mm. this is why their mother like because i think sora's mother has told them like this is why I became a shrine, uh, a shrine attendant, because of this connection to life and and the town and the people within it. Mm. And uh, you might hear those words. And I, we, how does Sora? How does Sora feel? Um, because Sora's kind of like torn between wanting to go to the city and like their responsibilities. Like how Sora feel. I think in in that moment, everything just snaps back into perspective. And I'm realizing that, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I, you know, feel called to be. And, you know, the city is always going to to be out of reach for me, and that's okay. I can always visit, but this is where home is supposed to be for me. So I can't just up and leave. And... As frustrating as the day has been, like, you know, this work is what I'm supposed to be doing. 
So I just have this sense of like acceptance and calm and feeling like my mom is there. And yeah, it just feels good. It feels like centered. As you're, as you're having that feeling, I think Sora turns and Hanazawa is now in their full godly form. And they're this massive elk that is covered in green fur with uh, twists of uh, vines and leaves growing out of their fur. And they look at you and I think they uh, kneel down and kind of nuzzle their, the, the soft uh, part of their snout into your neck a little bit and just a moment of thanks. And then they trot out into the field um, as, as the people are too distracted. And uh, I think as the rain is falling on the soil, there's like this, this warm mist is coming up, kind of coating everything in a, in a gentle fog. And you see Hanazawa disappear into the field, into this mist. And they're gone for a moment. And then suddenly sunlight pierces the clouds and all of the clouds dissipate. The rain ends, the clouds are gone, and the smell from the field is just this this fresh, earthy smell that is like promise and opportunity. Mm. And uh, I think Monaco has gotten a little wet and she shakes and water goes splashing everywhere. And she looks up at you and I think she goes, so are you, are you going to go do your job now? (laughs) (laughs) So I can go back to bed. Can we get this over with? I'm just like, yeah, I think it's about time to do that. Um, So I'm walking out toward the field and, you know, turning and seeing all the people who are like, oh, look, the sun is finally out and it's, you know, everything is drying and everybody's happy and celebratory and I'm getting all of my, like, you know, sacred, you know, things going and, like, that was a really bad way to describe what a a shrine (laughs) does. I'm like, I'm just doing all of my sacred things. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I'm, like, getting into the headspace of, like, yeah, yeah, let me go perform this ritual and, you know, be there for my for my people. Yeah, and uh, uh, as you're as you're getting everything set up, uh, Ryanusuke comes out, and uh, he's uh, the head of the agricultural society, and he's just like, "This is a this is amazing, Sora. You, you the the skies are clear, and you you did it. I, I thought for sure once the rain started that we were that this was going to be the worst sowing day ever, but you you really did it." And uh, old crotchety Mr. Hideyuki is kind of out and he reaches down and he feels some of the soil and it's already starting to like dry into this nice, very like perfect loam. And he looks and he gives you kind of like a begrudging nod of respect. I I give a begrudging nod of respect back. (laughs) (laughs) Take a dream for that. Thank you. And uh, you are set now to do the sewing day festival what or the sewing day ceremony what does the ceremony look like I think it, it's for me um 
there's lots of prayers and there's also kind of like blessings over the seeds that are going to be planted. So the farmers are bringing, you know, like their bags of seeds forward and I'm blessing them. And then we walk around the fields as they begin to sow their seeds and I'm walking ahead of them, just like blessing the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. It, and you have this, this very beautiful ceremony and was this your, I can't remember now, was this your first sewing day ceremony or have you, has Sora done this before? I also don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, let, I, I think, I think you have, I think Sora had done this before and uh, you know, it goes off without a hitch and everyone is, is very thankful to you. And I think you end the day or you, you end the morning, you know, with the agricultural society folk shaking your hand and uh, when you finish, uh, I think Monaco kind of like rubs up against your legs in a very like cat-like way. And uh, she just goes, can I go back to bed now? <laughs> you could take a drink for that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think it's about time for a nap for both of us, actually. So let's go. All right. And I think that's where the the credits start rolling as as you and Monaco start heading home to to take a nap after a very busy day. And do you want to do a post credit scenes like an epilogue or anything about uh about Sora in the future? I think I just like I go on to to you know take some day trips into the city sometimes, and I don't know maybe I meet like a nice husband or something you know <laughs> yeah i love all of that i think absolutely mr kunimura the uh the shop owner for sure sends you like train tickets into the city for someday just as thanks because you helped him out and he knows that you like you want to go into the city and he for sure at some point sends you train tickets and yeah i love that you I, I also love the idea of Sora meeting a, a nice city boy and y'all making it that work is so like, I love that. Cute. And that is Golden Sky Stories. Thank That's you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for playing that with me, Enrique. Yeah, that was wonderful. Thank you for, for inviting me. Yeah. Um, uh, so we are going to talk a little bit more um, on a campfire podcast uh available to patrons so if you want to hear enrique and i talk more please check out the heart points patreon but uh as we wrap up now enrique uh could you tell us where people can find you some of the projects that you might want to plug anything about you that you want to share yeah so you can find me on instagram and twitter at themologian that's t-h-e-m-o-l-o-g-i-a-n <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can probably like see it, you know, in, in text on, on Instagram or Twitter or something, but I like to spell it out for people too. Oh yeah. Um and I I also have a Patreon because I make um devotionals and videos and stuff like that for people who are interested in spirituality but are kind of like feeling a little bit distant from church and religion and all that kind of stuff. Um, especially for queer and trans folks. 
So um, you can find that at patreon.com slash Demologian. Great. I also want to plug Enrique's podcast, Fruits of the Spirit, which is an uh, amazing uh, interview style podcast. Highly recommend that. Thank you for for doing that. Because sometimes I forget that I have like so many things going on. And I'm like, I know that I forgot something. Just so bad. Um, but yeah, Fruits of the Spirit is my my uh, podcast where I interview queer and trans people of color about their faith journeys and about religion. Um, and we also cover like all kinds of other different topics like politics and relationships and all of the things. So that comes out every other week. And you can follow that podcast at FOTS Podcast. So F-O-T-S Podcast on all of the social media. Awesome. And we will have links to all of that in our episode description. Um, I just wanted to say thank you again, Enrique, for joining us on the show. You are doing so much amazing work, and I am so happy that I got to play this game with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was really wonderful.